and welcome to Shout Out with Dan and Dan for another episode. Alongside me, as per usual, my co-host Waterfall. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. Happy to be here. That's good. And today's episode is brought to you by Glimsoz, the one-stop shop for all your home improvement needs. Visit the showroom and you'll be amazed by the range and quality of their products, as well as the great customer service led by Paul. Located at 24 to 28 Port Wakefield Road, Jeps Cross, open seven days a week. And uh, while we're recording... Yes. Oh, how's the sound of that? Just cracked open a bloody beautiful mismatch. Sessional, you got one there, Waterfall? Yeah, so a bit different today having a recording session on a Sunday, but gives us the uh, opportunity to sink our teeth into uh, a beautiful mismatch. Bloody good beverage, isn't it? I like the label. I like a lot about it. Yeah, um, the taste for mine. Let's have a sip. Simultaneous sip, maybe. Yeah, that's mm. great. After this, we might uh, crack open a couple of wines, maybe a Kerner wine. Yep. Um, had the uh, the Claire, it's known as, which is a red blend. Yep. I couldn't tell you all the grapes in it, but there's a Malbec and a, a Shiraz, but a great tasting wine. So, Absolutely. Then um, um, shout out to the Kerner team for producing some uh, quality grapes. After that, might go get some landscaping done or something, <laughs> maybe by O'Malley Outdoor Creations. I don't know, um, enough to be enough time. Followed by catch out with our good mate Elliot Shirley, see if he can do any work for us as well. He does some great stuff. So a great carpenter. Yep. So some call him Jesus. Really. Mm. Brilliant. Um, how you been, mate? It's been bloody cold. How are you dealing with all that? Yeah, uh, it's um, a real change in uh, temperature quite quickly. Mm. I've got um, a jumper, but shorts and uggies on today, but it is freezing. Welcome to winter. What, what, what about yourself? How are you finding it? Uh, not dealing well. Yeah, it's a shock to the system. Um, but I've got a bit of a method, um, which I try to you know, keep the warmth in. I've, I've found that, that grey is the comfiest colour. Okay, in, so, in terms of temperature? Uh, just in terms of comfort levels. So I find if I just get into the grey gray track pants, grey hoodie, grey top, everything just seems a lot better. For okay. some reason, I, I, don't, I think it's science, I believe. I'm, um, I'm backed up here by science okay. that grey is the comfiest colour. I um, probably get close to agreeing with you. If you went into my wardrobe, I have a lot of navy and a lot of grey. Yeah. Every time I go to the shops when I was younger, I'd like, pick out a navy jumper and mum would be like why are you getting another navy jumper you've already got so many yeah like, I couldn't agree more mm. my, my whole everything's full of just grey and navy and, and you swap you're either wearing the uh, the like beige chino which goes well with the navy or you're wearing a, a jeans mm. and that goes That's with the grey so I'd have to agree with you I think grey is the comfiest colour so uh, oh, it's science it's science I'd also find that I'd have a bit of difficulty with winter because I don't actually consume warm food and drink that much excuse me yeah, so uh, coffees, hot chocolates, any sort of warm dessert like pancakes or waffles. Uh, what did Stacey cook the other day? Um, what do you have like a like a? We put sauce on it like a dessert. Um, oh, sticky date pudding. Yeah, yeah. Not a few really. sticky dates. She, yeah. she tried her best, but like I'm sure it's great. I'm just not a. <laughs> just not for you. It's <laughs> not a warm dessert or a drinker. Like I do like um, you know, warm uh, main meals. Like I don't need to eat my chicken. So so savory is okay, warm, but sweet no. Sweet has to be cold. Right. So I've never heard this before. Um, one of a kind. No, I think I think there's a few people that would do the same. 
Is this did this happen at a young age? It's always been the case. Or? I, I used to put my um, wheat bix in the microwave in the mornings right. when it was really cold. Shout out to wheat bix. They seem to get a lot of mentions. You seem to consume a lot of wheat bix. I do like a lot of wheat bix. Yeah. Um, Jackie would be like going to the shops, like, milk, bread, wheat bix. <laughs> put forty of them the other day. You kidding? Like uh, forty individual wheat bix, not forty boxes. Of course. Uh, maybe I was thinking maybe your um your previous work at uh, at Cocker Larts maybe it stemmed from that you had a did you have a mishap there or anything um with the the hot beverages or anything no but I did mate I actually used to drink a lot of coffee then okay maybe that put you off it yeah I think that did I'd get to work make myself a coffee and I, I actually if you go back through my Instagram you'll find that I was actually voted Adelaide's number one barista in Bullshit. in 2015 so I got really good at making coffee and coffee art. Mm. Completely lost those skills now. Um, Shame, but yeah, now I can't really. Uh, How was that voted on? Um, I think they did a poll uh, at the front of Rundle Mall. Okay, <laughs> run by you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had this little chalkboard, and I just wrote it on there and yep. put it at the front desk. Yeah, that's that's as official as it gets yeah. here on the shout out podcast. So, um, I had an interesting moment the other day. Okay. So I I was at the um at the oval, uh, the local oval with my dog Bentley. Shout out to him. Yeah. And a good friend of mine, um, Alex Kelly. Um, shout out to him again as well. And his dog Bubbles. Bubbles. The pit bull. <laughs> Suitable name. And this this other couple came along who and my dog's a golden retriever who also had a golden retriever and their golden retriever came bounding over. I came out into the front yard and the dogs were across the road. And as soon as they saw me, they came bounding over. <laughs> we got into having a bit of a chat with uh, these, these other two owners, and they started asking me a few questions. Their dog was only young, maybe about one, and they kind of said, oh, so is your dog very playful and everything? And I said, yeah, yeah, you know, quite yeah. quite playful. It's, it's, it's a golden retriever, they are, they're a bit like that. He goes, Oh, do they? They tend to, you know, chew on things. Blah blah. blah. Yeah. I said, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, pretty standard for a dog. These kind of Good things. Good chat. Yeah, one of the better chats I've ever had. <laughs> and then they said, "Does your dog shed fur?" Um, malt. Malt. Yeah. And I said, "Well, absolutely. There's there's hair everywhere yeah. around the house." Yeah. And they just went, "Oh, oh, thank God." <laughs> What's wrong? They go, "Oh." We were worried our dog had alopecia. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, so and I just like, are you are you serious? Yeah. So that was um one of the most strange. Ex- you think that when you're purchasing a dog or yeah, someone along the way would say it molts. Yeah, like it's a serious question. Does it molt? Yes or no? I think like, I think I like the fact that they just jump to the conclusion, not that you know people just tend to shed hair. They just go, oh no, alopecia. <laughs> He's got it. And, it, and it chews on my. On my shoes as well. How rare is that? Yeah, I know. So, very strange, very strange moments. So. Um, no, I haven't really been to dog parks before, but um, yeah, Ollie sheds a lot of hair, which is an issue for the navy, not as much the grey. Ah, uh, our, our two favourite colours. Yeah, yeah. So, shout out to Ollie the cat. <laughs> Still up to no good. We'll, yeah. We might put a picture of Ollie the cat on the socials. Yeah. Just so everyone. What about Bentley? We'll get one of Bentley. Maybe um, get them together. No. Or carnage, <laughs> carnage. We might um. You might get all the fans out there to send through their dog photos and cat photos. Who's your favourite pet? Yeah, right. <laughs> nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people talking about their dogs is great, but it's like when, yeah, like people talk about their kids oh, and stuff. Yeah, you know, when um, 
especially at dog parks and stuff, people like to have a chat about their dog mm. and they're like, oh, Snuffles likes to jump and stuff. <laughs> yeah, could not care less, mate. Yeah. And then, you know, what did he go? Oh, what's the um, rule on dog parks? Because I had a friend of um, Jackie's that, um, like, this owner was paying fetch with their dog at the dog park and then mm. her dog ran after the toy that was playing fetch with. Yeah. And then the owner got angry at her and was like, what are you doing? Like, my dog's trying to play fetch. And I'm like, well, surely it's everyone's game at a dog park. Yeah. I don't, and how do you stop your dog <laughs> from fetching? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so you've got to look well, into that. Yeah. Well, who are, you, you see some absolute units um, when you dog people are, are quite strange. You're fine. Yeah. There, there was one guy when uh, me and my friend Kel were there uh, again another time. This guy came over, golden retriever again. And they just, you know, love telling us every little detail. And he goes, oh, does your dog like to swim? And I said, yeah, he loves it. And he goes, oh, my dog swims like a demon. <laughs> so, Waterfall, what's in the news this week, mate? Um, I reckon what took my eye was the release that the PlayStation 5 will be coming to the stores soon. You're a big gamer, aren't you? Um, to some extent. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself? Uh, not for not for years, but I back in the day used to love the uh, the Nintendo sixty four, yeah. the PS one, PS two. Did but, you go Xbox or PlayStation? No, nah, I was a, I was a PlayStation man. Yeah. You? Uh, Xbox, I guess. Yeah. I think if you went to my like, I'm not a big gamer to everyone out there. I'm not. <laughs> People play games a lot, although I have been playing a lot of Mario Kart lately. But that's for a different reason. We'll get onto that later. Um, but. If you went to the drawers underneath my TV, what do you call that? Entertainment unit. I think there's a there's a PlayStation Three, a Switch. Was the place? Was that the one that you tried to buy from Yemen, and it never <laughs> that came? Never came. So yeah. a, a friend of mine, Jack, gave me his PlayStation because he got the PS4, so he gave me his PS3. Shout out! Shout out to uh, Homshi. Thanks, mate. The photo bombs. So I've got a Switch, I've got a Wii, I've got a GameCube, and I've got a 64. And and but, but, an you're not, but you're not a gamer. <laughs> I've got an Xbox One and a... No, no, not an Xbox One, like the first generation. Yeah. Um, and a PS3. Yeah. Um, what were your favourite games? Uh, back in the day, loved uh, Tony Hawk's. Yeah. Which I think they're releasing again. Really? I've heard. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Used to get stuck into that a little Did bit. Did you ever complete it? I almost got there, I think. I almost got Dr. Neo Cortex. Complete it, mate. Oh, that one's meant to be awesome. Complete it. Only come out last week. Completed it. What about this? Championship manager. Completed it, mate. You can't complete it. Yeah, I know, but I got so good at it that the FA offered me a role in the England setup. Did they? I took Woking from the conference to the Champions League in six seasons. Stuff like that doesn't go unnoticed, Neil. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bit of FIFA. That was always good with yeah. your mates. 2K's good. Yeah. Um, GTA Vice City. No, nah, I never really played because that's more yeah. of a PlayStation thing. Yeah. I think uh, with my Nintendo days, very much into my um, Mario, so like Super Mario World. And, uh, Have you played Mario Tennis? On my Game Boy, I had it. That was good. <laughs> my Game Boy Advance. Good game. Pokemon Snap? Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium? Pokemon's good. I probably would have spent a lot of my childhood playing Pokemon, and people still play it today, which is great. Yeah, shout out to them. Um, but like sporting games are probably, yeah. you know, uh, NBA 2K. I was the king of that for a while. Well, we, we built um, our friendship on Ricky Ponting Cricket. Which, as mentioned previously. As we mentioned previously. But but prior to Ricky Ponting Cricket, there used to be Shame One Cricket 99. There's a lot of good cricket games. Shame One Cricket 99 I had on PC. 
That was the best. And then you could you could make the ball the size of a beach ball and absolutely just tonk it over the ropes. And I used to always hit a six up onto the um, chapel on Adelaide. <laughs> in Oval. Adelaide, yeah. yeah. Absolutely ripping game. There was um, Super International Cricket that came out in the early 90s that I had at Super Nintendo. Shit, I've had a lot of consoles. Jesus, the amount of money you spent on consoles. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mum and dad. Um, but yeah, shame, yeah, shame worn. That was the... Uh, I've actually got an interesting theory on uh, shame worn being the greatest leg spinner of all time. I don't think that's a theory. No, but my theory is... Oh, okay. Uh, I know I've mentioned this to you before, but I reckon that if... <laughs> Like back where I used to live, I had a half court tennis court, which was about 23 meters long. And I think that's the same size as a cricket pitch. Yep. And I was of the theory that if I quit my job and didn't go to uni and got a few like um, cricket balls and just all day, every day, just bowled leg spin in my backyard <laughs> on the half court tennis court, that I would get as good as Shane Warne. I probably need some coaching to begin with. <laughs> Is but- Shane Warne coaching you? Uh, maybe to start off with, I could buy one of those shame worn balls with oh, the, yeah. the finger. Yeah, Good but start. I reckon with repetitive movement, if I like at least one year, I reckon I could be into the. Oh, yeah, I think still today because Nathan Lyon didn't get into the team too late. So, if I had a year off and just focused on bowling in the nets, I reckon just anyone could, not just me. You could. But what's the, the, there's a there's some sort of science that says if you have what a thousand hours or ten thousand hours of something you'll be a pro. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. So you're saying if you just bowled leg spin yep. for that amount of time, you'd be as good as Shane Warne? Uh, no, not as good as Shane Warne, but uh, I would be into the Australian test team. Okay. Or, yeah. yeah. So if anyone's unemployed out there, it might be worth looking into this theory. <laughs> 10,000 hours. Yeah. Is that a song? I'd spend 10,000 hours and 10,000 more Oh, if that's what it Miles. If I could fall into the sky, do you think time would pass us by? Cause you know I'd walk a thousand miles if I could just see you. If I could fall into the sky, do you think Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm skeptical on this one. You're, but let's let's ask the fans. <laughs> let's uh, jump into what you've seen in the news this week, mate. I've seen a lot happening with the riots at the moment. No one's very happy with the police, uh, with what happened to George Floyd, and 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 we on the Shout Out Podcast that you know we don't condone violence at all. But obviously, what happened with George Floyd was an absolute travesty. Yep. But we're just seeing a lot of a lot of police involvement things like that so it's an um, interesting time yeah i guess have you had many run-ins with the police yourself there waterfall <laughs> one story which involves yourself not this a bad it, one this isn't looking good no no uh so when i was 17 and working at sports power with yourself yeah just after i finished school yeah you'd turned 18 yeah 
and you'd been very kind and offered me your driver's license that I could use as an ID to go to nightclubs. <laughs> I hope there's no police listening to this one. Uh, I don't think we could get charged looking back at it. Well, they they already know about it. So that's true. Um, I was pretty useless at this time. With I, I lost my wallet, and yeah, there's one day where I was going to Adelaide Oval, and I put the wallet on top of my car, and I drove off, and then I got a call from the Australian post office in the city, being like, "We've got your wallet." So when I collected it, I'm like, "Wow, how lucky am I?" Wait, didn't I have to come with you to the post office? That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I had. You came and picked me up, and I had to you had to go into the city so I could say it was my wallet. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, and then I left my wallet on the bus and had to go pick <laughs> it up from the bus terminal. And yep. then uh, on a well, what would you say happened next? Well, for when, one night, well Thursday nights used to be big back in the day. So what we'd do was we'd go. To, we weren't together this night, but we'd go to the Havy. Shout out to the General Havelock. Um, have a few. Two for one vodkas there, a few VCRs. Two dollar beers, I reckon. Yeah, they were cheap as chips. And then we'd go to Rocket, uh, Rocket Bar. Eight bit kids. Yep, on just off Highley Street. We'd go there, and there was one night when I I got a couple of missed calls from a private number, and I just <laughs> let them through to to Gilly. And then on the third occasion, I got another one, and I thought, well, something must be going on here. So I answered the call, and I stepped out into the corridor. Or, the one area that wasn't absolutely blasting with music and, and spoke, <laughs> he said it was the Highley Street Police Station <laughs> and that did not make me feel too comfortable. Uh, and they said, do you know a Daniel McCallum? And I said, uh, yes. Why is, why is that? And they go, we found a wallet with his ID, with your ID in his wallet. <laughs> and I go, oh, actually, I do, oh, maybe I don't know who he is. <laughs> Who'd you say? Dan, but uh, no, no, I never heard of him. So, yeah, so then I had to admit that I knew you and that you could go and pick it up from the police station. I was, yeah, useless. Sorry about that. It was so, very kind of you. I remember... Um, I stuck my neck out for you <laughs> and three times you lost your ID in the space of a couple of months. It didn't work out for you, did it? I remember once I was at um, a bottle shop down at Glenelg and they're like, this isn't you. I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> And they oh, go, okay. They go, go. <laughs> what, what's your address? And I said it, but I said like one number off oh. instead of like fifteen. I said sixteen or the other way around. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's not you. Here you go, mate. Oh. I remember a mate of mine. We went to the casino one night. We don't condone this, by the way. Oh no, absolutely not. But we went to the casino and they looked at this guy's ID and obviously fake. And they said, and he was absolutely tanked. You know, could hardly stand up. And he's like, what's your address? And then he goes, oh, on that one. <laughs> Oh, so he good. Goes, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he went around to the other entrance, trying to get in, and no, nah, no good. So they're pretty strict at the um, casino. That's probably the hardest place to get in. I've had a, a shirt that, like, on the collar, it has a small mark that I've washed a hundred times, and I can't get it off. Yeah. And I went there once, and they're like, "Oh, you're drunk." You've, and I'm yeah. like, "No, that's a stain." Like, yeah. I don't know how to get it off. Do you know? You know when probably they stop wearing it when yeah, you've had a few, and they say to you like, "Oh, how many drinks you had tonight?" And you usually you usually you go, oh, "There's no good answer here." Mm. Because you usually go, oh, maybe four or five, and they just don't believe you or whatever. So I just started, uh, <laughs> he goes, how many you had? And I said, 30? <laughs> like, I'm absolutely shit-faced, mate. Because <laughs> you know, you're not, as once they ask that question, you're not getting in. Uh, yeah. It's a hard one yeah, to come back from. Right from. I think yeah. once or twice I might have got it. But yeah, I would just go, mate, I've had 30 beers. I actually just, springs to mind, this is going to sound like a, 
I actually convinced the bouncer at the um, that you were the um, trumpeter from the Cat Empire. <laughs> that the uh, uh, the London great, oh, yeah, great yeah. venue yep. on Friday North, night. Yep. I convinced, I convinced the bouncer at the London that he'd kicked out my twin. <laughs> Wearing the same clothes. Uh, everyone was like, "How'd you get back in?" Right. My twin. Yeah. Um, so yeah, shout out to bouncers. It's not an easy gig. Yeah, keep on working. And now a word from our sponsor. Wow, hoops. That smells amazing. Thanks, mate. Yeah, had the slow cooker on since eight. What is it? That's a lamb roast. Oh, you know it'd go really well with that. Why? Oh, what's that, mate? It's called the Claire, and it's a red blend done by Kerner Wines. Oh, nice. I love a red blend. What grapes? Um, I think it's fifty uh, percent Cab Sav. Uh, 25% Malbec and throw in a bit of Grenache and Cab Frank in there as well. Just off the top of your head, was it? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, I remembered having it the other day and it was you just get all those flavours, so it was really nice. Love myself a bit of a Malbec-Grenache combo. Yeah, and uh, there's beautiful aromas and flavour in this one. My message would be vibrant, bright fruits and soft tannins. That sounds great. Where can I get one? Best bet to go online at kernelwines.com.au and select it there. And for a limited time, listeners can get a 20% discount by using the promo code SHOUTOUT at the checkout. Sounds good, mate. I'll get onto it now. Kerner Wines. Great stuff. And now to our brand new segment, Ask the Audience. What's my lifelines again? 50-50, phone a friend, or ask the audience? I want to ask the audience. So we sent out to our Instagram followers, our huge following that we've got going now. We're, glo- we're global and trending. So uh, we asked them a question and we get a few responses in and uh, we got some interesting ones. This week we had, what is your most embarrassing injury? Great responses. Great responses. So actually the responses were, were quite good. I think, you know, a lot more than I expected. So thanks everyone. Thank you, everyone. There were some stinkers in there too. The we terrible <laughs> ones. <laughs> you, won't, you won't be getting a shout out whatsoever. So Anthony Methurst, you're going to have to lift me. <laughs> that was terrible. So DMAC at number three. Uh, so a friend of mine, Nathan, he had a significant ankle injury that he sustained playing footy. Yep. Everyone does that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but this was sustained as he tried to take a mark (laughs) behind the goals after the goal had already been kicked. So, yeah, nothing's happening. He's going for an absolute hanger. Behind the goals and then goal, everyone's celebrating and then Krez is just on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) So he had surgery maybe 18 months ago. Uh, I've actually been his physio. I don't know if it was successful because he had to have surgery again (laughs) and he's currently uh, resting that second op. So... That is pretty funny. Sorry, Shout mate. out to the Krez. <laughs> and don't make that, don't let that stop you. Yeah. Keep going for those hangers. Yeah, so. you'll, you'll get back to it, mate. Yep. Uh, number number two. two, we have, good friend of the show, Sam. Injured AC joint running down King William Road in high heels and a dress and makeup. So the AC joint is the joint in your shoulder that connects your um, acromion process or your acromion to your clavicle. Of it's course. A, it's yep. a really hard joint to uh, injure. So it's see, amazing. The, see the ubulus connects with the upper dorsum. <laughs> it's boring. You, you, it's it's my part life. of my life. You have your ubulus muscle that connects to the upper dorsimus. It's boring, but it's part of my life. I'm just going to grab this shirt if you don't mind. 
Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. <laughs> um, it's amazing. Like, you'd need a, a really hard sling tackle to be able to dislodge that. <laughs> or, like, I mean, a car accident, maybe. Or be in high heels, apparently. Yeah, so um, that's, that's, that's pretty funny. That's a bloody good effort. Well done, Sam. He's a big fan of the show, so yeah, well done. Shout out. Shout out to you. And at number one, my new employer... So this is a huge shout out and there was no bias on this. Just you got a job. Just, I do have a job Congrats. now. Thank you. And so no bias. Just It's not because you're my new boss. That's not why you got number one. I this, chose it. Actually, you did waterfall. Yeah. So number one, He I spoke to him about this. He, playing cricket, he was uh, standing at first slip as the captain and someone came into bowl, absolutely plumb. Everyone's gone up yelling out, huzzah. He's gone up, jumped jumped with both legs and he's pulled his calf that's so good that's uh, a very good captain thing to do good Steady. leader by the sounds yeah so he's done his calf everyone's come in to celebrate that's so and he's good. just lying on the ground had to um limp off and on crutches and uh and to and miss the next four games yeah um old man's injury sorry ryan but the calf yeah look after yourself the mate. baby that's, cow that's, that's, so, hilarious. that's hilarious uh so yes absolutely great results from our first ever um we Our also students. had a couple of honourable mentions. Uh, Bree, she um, she stacked it, getting out of the shower, knocked her teeth out, but uh, now she's back, bigger and better than ever. So, mm-hmm. well done, Breezer. And Dan Franzon, who got a shout out the other day. Um, he last year I was actually in the team, and the other team kicked a goal, and in, out of frustration, decided to punch the goalpost, broke do. his hand, and had to go to hospital. Yeah. So it happened more than you think, I think. Yeah. So. Well uh, what about yourself? Me, I've had a couple in my time. One of the uh, sponsors of the show and, and big fan of the show, Will, um, said once that I'm probably one of the most entertaining blokes to watch play footy because I just find myself in ridiculous situations You're all the time. getting the ball out of the bottom of the pack. and Getting injured. No, I'm not getting out of the bottom of the pack. But um, but not footy related. This one, I've had a couple. One, I was helping Dad around the house. And not for long, obviously, uh, at the front doing a bit of wheelbarrowing. I've got a big load of dirt, wheeling it around to the front of the house, and my back just started killing me. And I just said, yeah, Dad, I'm out. (laughs) That'll do. One wheelbarrow. Went to the Cairo about a week later because I was still hurting, and he said, mate, you've you've somehow dislocated your rib. It's really hard to do. I was doing that. So that's that's one of my worst. Also, there was uh, a night at the Havi. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the Havi. I've already got one. Another one? Yeah. Double A double shout out to the Havi. Well, well done. done. Uh, we were there one night and some idiots used to just get all the, their glasses and smash them everywhere on there. So the dance floor was pretty much just all glass. Mm-hmm. And uh, Frank Shillington. It was probably Frank the Tank. <laughs> and I cut my foot on a piece of glass. Did you have shoes on? Had shoes on, gone oh. through the shoe, cut my foot and... I've just like it was just bleeding, and then I've gone out to the front. And the bouncers are just like, "Yeah, you probably probably should go to hospital. That's going to need stitches." <laughs> probably had enough, mate. Yeah, <laughs> it was my twin, and they said, "Yeah, you probably got to go to hospital." I was like, "This is bullshit." So I went to hospital, waited in the emergency department for about three hours, went uh, went and got finally to see a doctor. They've looked at it and they've gone, "Probably doesn't need stitches." <laughs> It's really not that bad. So back to the pub. They just put they just put a band aid on it. By that time, it was about two a.m. So I had um similar. I bet. Wait, yeah. I to, I told my mates that I just I got stitches and they oh, okay. they believe me. How many? I said eight, and then my and then one night 
my mate was asking my mum about it and mum's like he didn't get stitches he just got a cut and yeah. so i got busted you could always sound tougher yeah i um was about three years old and i was collecting the um the bottles at the footy club and mum and dad were pretty sourced not that it was bad parenting and i um shout out to them cut my hand on glass and had like four stitches in my hand jesus um otherwise nothing too embarrassing i i did retire from surfing after stepping on a sea urchin in bali kidding and that went through my big toe and that's probably the reason why i retired it wasn't the fact that i couldn't catch a wave what a shame for the surfing industry yeah so that's a real that's a real letdown so uh, Look after yourself. And yeah, if everyone, you do have an injury, yep, I am a know. physio. Yeah, we've got a physio on board, so get in touch with the Shout Out Podcast. Maybe. Happy if you just slide into the DM. So there goes uh, our first ever time of Ask the Audience. I like it. Well done. And now a word from our sponsor. Oh, wow, hoops. Nice deck, mate. What's that waterfall? I said nice deck. What? Oh, sorry. I was practicing my New Zealand accent. I mean, nice deck. Oh, deck. Yeah, just had it installed by Elliott Constructions. Oh, they've done a great job. What else do they do? Houses, pergolas, decks. You name it. For all your carpentry needs, it's got to be Elliott Constructions. Yeah, agreed. I'll give them a call today. What was that again? Elliott Constructions. So we had a new segment starting recently and we've had such uh, a good feedback we can't leave it out again so now it's time for hoops's impersonation of the week impersonation of the week well uh this week in light of the most recent afl hall of fame inductees we've had dennis Cometti. Guy on board. Looking so forward to this. If for those who don't know, Dennis Cometti is a long-time commentator of the game, very well known for um, all his euphemisms and metaphors and everything like that. So it came up behind him like a librarian. He never heard it. Wilson, like a cork in the ocean, over his head. It's, oh my word! Uh, today I'm going to give you. He he actually was on the. AFL 2004 game as well, which is probably where I got most of his quotes from. We didn't mention that. It's a great game. That was a great game as well. So add that to our list of best. We played that the other day, actually. (laughs) Not as good as it, remember. Not as good as um, Ricky Ponting's. No, it's not, unfortunately. It's probably number two, but a distant two. So here goes my impersonation of Dennis Cometti. Hello, welcome to today's match. I'm Dennis Cometti. Uncorking the genie. It's like a Melbourne tram. Everybody jumped on, but nothing was paid. <laughs> so, there you go. Oh, that's great. How was it? Yeah, really good. Do we keep the, Do we keep this segment yeah, going? Yeah, no, that's really... You, have you got many more to come? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Thanks, mate. You too. And now for everybody's favourite segment, DMAX Top 5. It's DMAX Top 5. Thanks, Hoops. Um, so we gave the audience a chance to decide what we would do today. Uh, we posted on Instagram, what would you prefer out of a top five list of Johnny Winsu's The Room uh, his top five moments as the character Tommy. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! 
I certainly voted for that one. So I'm a big I. fan. And I think we'll get that in at some point. Shout but out to Nick Dinham, who's been pushing that real hard. Yeah. He wants that. So it's coming, mate. Don't worry. But the winner was uh, Donald Trump's greatest statements as president. Well, I've actually got some that when he wasn't in power as well, but that one, uh, 80% compared to Johnny got 20%. So okay. a bit of a landslide there. And we did have a total of 195 um, votes. So wow. we know it's... yeah. We're getting some traction. <laughs> we know it's um, legit. It's <laughs> very accurate. Yep. So we'll start off with, uh, for those who don't know, um, Donald Trump is the leader of the free world. Is that right? Is that what you call? I think self-proclaimed. Yeah. So he's um, he's a bit like a hurricane. He just He's, he's come into the uh, US presidential race in 2015 and somehow took out all his... Uh, other um rivals and you didn't know how because he had such a bad past in terms of things that he said and how politically incorrect he is but he rose to power and he incredibly got the keys uh, to the white house um in november 2017 so controversially as well i believe that was a we thought that maybe he could have rigged the election oh we Ooh, can't say whoa, that. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> who said that russia not us not a, not us um so he's he's certainly done a, a good job of um, offending a lot of people um, and he loves to show off his anonymous ego so today I'm going to present the most ridiculous Trumpisms which one yeah Trump's greatest moments top five um honorable mentions wait wait do you like Trump uh, I I'm very entertained <laughs> by Trump yeah good I, answer. I, I'm not sure whether I'm let's just say I'm glad that he's in America and he's not leading Australia yep I'm also a bit of a Boris Johnson fan as well. I'm looking forward to his top five one day too. <laughs> okay, so honourable mentions. Uh, in October 2012, he tweeted, while Bette Midler is an extremely unattractive woman, I refuse to say that because I insist on being politically correct. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? So he, he sa- he, he's not saying it. He, he stated that she's unattractive, but he refuses to say it, but he printed it on Twitter. Okay. Um, another tweet in January 2016. I have so many fans, I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I still wouldn't lose any voters. <laughs> I don't know if that's arrogant or stupid. It's just... um, and the last honourable mention is Trump on gay marriage in May 2011. So this actually doesn't make sense. <laughs> It's like golf. A lot of people, I don't want to sound trivial, but a lot of people are switching to these really long putters. Very unattractive. It's weird. You see these great players with really long putters because they just can't sink three footers anymore. And I hate it. I'm a traditionalist. I have so many fabulous friends who happen to be gay, but I am a traditionalist. (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) Neither. Um, Is is that offensive to gay people? uh, I wouldn't want to comment. Uh, I would say yes. (laughs) But um, it's offensive to everyone. Yeah, golfers. And that was pre <laughs> golf. Adam sure Scott's golf- fuming. Yeah. So that was that was pre him even becoming president. That's 2011. And he, and he still got in. Just so, but saying stuff like that. So number five, the making of uh, uh, Trump claims that he made the statement "Making America Great." We will make America great again. So this is Trump's. Quote, the line, making America great again, the phrase, that was mine. I came up with it about a year ago, and I kept using it, and everybody's using it. They are all loving it. 
I don't know. I guess I should copyright it. Maybe I have copyrighted it. <laughs> um, so who's he talking talk to himself? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he must have said it out loud. But um, obviously, "Make America Great Again" was a slogan used by Ronald Reagan, who was the 40th American president from 1981 to 1989. So Trump did not, in fact, make up the line. Right. <laughs> Number four, yep. this is uh, a tweet in November 2017. Uh, Donald Trump had this to say about Kim Jong-un. Why would Kim Jong-un insult me by calling me old when I would never call him short and fat? <laughs> oh, well, I try so hard to be his friend and maybe someday that will happen. All of his stuff is like there's these backhanded like, <laughs> like oh. drive-by payouts. Yeah. That, yeah. He's just, I'm not saying you're fat and ugly, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, number three, April 2015, Trump tweeted this on Hillary Clinton. If Hillary Clinton can't satisfy her husband, what makes her think she can satisfy America? When Hillary brings up a point like that and she talks about words that I said 11 years ago, I think it's disgraceful, and I think she should be ashamed of herself, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> Little zinger by Trumpy. Um, Don't mind it. Yep, we might get that tweet on the... Uh, he's probably taken it down, but we see if we can get that tweet up on the socials. That's good stuff. Um, so these two, last two, are more recent uh, with everything that's happening with the coronavirus and Donald Trump's handling of the coronavirus. There has been a couple of amusing moments. So this number two was from May 2020 on his... Um, testing for the coronavirus we have more cases than anybody in the world but why because we do more testing when you test you have a case when you test you find something is wrong with people if we didn't do any testing we would have very few cases they don't want to write that it's common sense so we test much more <laughs> he's got a point <laughs> and like you know if you took this logic you could say that um you know if you didn't do a pregnancy test then you never have a baby True. You know, if, yep. if if police stop investigating murders, then you'll never have crime. True. He's got a point. I hate to say it, but um, <laughs> drum roll for number one. This is good. Uh, so, from May of 2020, sorry, April, uh, he had this to say about trying to fight the coronavirus. Right, and then I see the disinfectant, where it knocks it out in a minute. One minute, and is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds, it sounds interesting to me. So, so what's he saying there? Yeah, that might not have been too clear. But basically he's hinting that uh, hand sanitizer can dis get rid of the virus on your hands within a minute. Yep. So he's proposing that you could inject disinfectant into yourself and it could do that to your lungs. Like bleach. <laughs> I guess so. Once again, it makes it... <laughs> I don't know who advises him or whether he just keeps firing him, but... Uh, Does, yeah, is someone writing this stuff for him or is he, just going, so. is he just going off... Do you reckon he's got people writing this stuff for him and he just goes off the notes <laughs> and they're just sitting there going... Oh, Don. It says like a dot point, like talk about disinfectant and yeah. then he just goes on a ramble. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, thanks for the the list. Um, that was actually recommended by a 
listener who works with my partner. So shout out to them. Yep. Big shout Ellie. Out. Yep. Shout out. And I would imagine that there would be a lot more good statements to come in the future as we see the list probably got bigger as we got towards more recent. So I'm sure there'd be some uh, new Trump stuff to put in the show. We might have to revisit the Trump list uh, at another stage. So yeah, thank you very much Waterfall, for another absolutely brilliant list, which brings uh, an end to the show. I've got a, I've got the slow cooker on putting a nice little lamb roast going. Smells beautiful. Yeah. So shout out to Leah Itzinas for the recipe. How'd you prepare it? Uh, So, Essentially, get the roast. In, in, if you put, uh, get a couple of incisions in there, a bit of garlic and rosemary infused, mm. a bit of uh, oregano, a couple of brown onions and, and carrots on the bottom, a bit of stock. Would you say this is your best dish? Ooh, I, do a, I do a mean masaman curry. Okay. Uh, in Ma- the, in the Ma- slow cooker. Masamo? Yeah. <laughs> what? The clothing brand? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, very similar. Uh, got a few. My, my specialty is probably my. Moroccan couscous with roasted veggies and chicken. That's probably my go-to as well. Mm. But You're sort of branching quite into a few different cultures there. Yeah, yeah. So that's the kind of guy I am. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's give a few shout-outs out. I've got my Auntie Bernadette who lives in the US. She actually, because we release this at 12.01 a.m. every um, every Tuesday... She's one of the first ones. To, she gets a first listen every week. So yep. big shout out. She's, shout out um, to Bernie. She's loving it over there. Uh, shout out to a few of the boys I ran into at the coffee shop the other day. Jules, Louis, Daniel, um, and Anthony. They absolutely love the show. They're, they were on their bikes and um, big fans. So yep. they wanted to give a shout out. Shout out. Uh, another shout out. The biggest of shout outs, absolutely, mm-hmm. to my brother Scott and his wife Jess, who just had a baby. By Lottie. the name of Lottie. Charlotte. Charlotte. So Beautiful. Massive shout out. Went shout and visited uh, Lottie the other day. So beautiful baby. Another f- family member. So I've got a niece that turns one by the time this will get put out, actually. So Would you like to give her a shout out? Shout out to Ella. A shout out. A couple of uncles in the show. Yeah. Uncle Dan's. Um, and the last shout out is to my fellow competitors who I will be challenging in the inaugural Mario Kart 8 tournament, which will be held next weekend, which... By the time this comes out, would have already finished. But um, you've got Nick Murphy, Tom O'Malley, your housemate, and uh, Nick Holland. Yep. We're doing a 48-track uh, Grand Prix on 200cc on hard. Wow. Uh, no assistive steering, so it's really tough. Um, and there's been a lot of practice going into this. So, uh, but, but you insist you're not a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Go we'll Toad. We'll move past that. So, uh, yeah, that brings an end to the show. Another absolute ripping show. We've really started to hit our stride. So tell your friends, tell your family, um, give us a, a review and make sure you subscribe. They come out every Tuesday, so make sure you're you're onto it. And uh, Thanks, Miss Match, for the lovely beer. And we'll, we'll looking keep drinking forward, those. Looking yep. forward to the Kerner wine um, mm, I'm later about to on. Cr- it'll go well with the, the roast there. So yep. catch you later, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, see ya. Bye.